0: You're listening to the Tenuto Podcast presented by 4th Street Records. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch, and here we go. All right, and welcome back to the Tenuto Podcast here where we're becoming our full value as music educators by listening to interviews with some of the best music teachers in the world. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch. I'm going to be going into my second year as a middle school band director in Virginia. And I thought, hey, I want to get better at this. How am I going to do it? So I started a podcast. um, And currently, if this is the first time listening, uh, welcome. We are on a Big Ten tour of all the college marching band directors. So if you haven't already listened, go check out the Michigan Marching Band Director, Dr. John Pasquelli, and then Betsy McCann from the University of Minnesota. Those were the first two interviews, but up today is the Ohio State University. We have Dr. Christopher Hoke comes on the podcast, gives us some insight into what it's like to be the director of what they call the best damn band in the land, the Ohio State University Marching Band. Um... I'm from Penn State, so I guess I'm an alumni there, so I, I do beg to differ, but that's neither here nor there, and he does talk about how, how marching band, especially in college, is a lot of fun, and it's, there's not a, a lot of rivalry, which uh, I really, really enjoyed that, but today is a very, very special podcast episode. We are debuting a new segment called Tenuto Trivia. And because we're doing this Big Ten Tour, I'm sending out a trivia question. The way to answer this trivia question is by going to www.tenutopodcast.com, looking at the Listen tab, and commenting your answer. The first person to get the correct answer, I will read your name. So make sure you use your name. I'll read your name on the next podcast. Um, The question... The question, what was the first Big Ten marching band to perform a halftime show? Which Big Ten marching band was the first to perform a halftime show? And like I said, go to tenutopodcast.com, click the listen tab, and comment on this episode with the answer. The first person who gets it correct, I will read your name on the next Tenuto Podcast episode. Now going back to the main event Our interview with Dr. Christopher Hoke, he was truly, truly phenomenal. I'm so glad we had him on, Uh, and he does give a little insight into what the shows are going to be next year, so make sure you listen for that. But let me give you a brief history on him. So Dr. Hoke is the director of the Ohio State Marching Band and Athletic Bands, and he served as the interim director from May of 2015-2016. Previously, he served two years as the associate director and one year as assistant director of the marching and athletic bands at Ohio State. Uh, but he spent seven years as the director of bands at Rutherford B. Hayes High School in Delaware, Ohio, and then he spent three years as the director of the Ohio State University marching band, the Alumni Marching Band. So, not the not what he's doing now. Um, he's active in the community. He's Quite often asked to be a guest conductor, clinician, music arranger, and guest speaker. And uh, he's really, really well known for his innovation and creativity. If you go ahead and look up the Ohio State video game show in 2012 against Nebraska, he wrote that show out, the drill and everything. Go ahead and do that now before you listen to the interview. If you want to be even more blown away, I'll wait. We'll wait for you. pretty amazing huh
1: but seriously if you
0: are not familiar with the Ohio State University marching band please go look them up and I'm sure many of you already are please enjoy this interview I did with Dr. Christopher Hoke here it comes University Marching Band, Dr. Christopher Hoke here, and it's truly a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: Yep, thank you for having me.
0: So you're a buckeye through and through. You did your undergrad, you did your masters, your PhD, all at Ohio State University. Was being the Ohio State University Marching Band Director a goal that you've had since you've since you were young?
1: To be honest, not really. Um, I I actually decided, uh, I was going to go into music education kind of late in the, uh, in in the, in the college career. So it was kind of a, a later decision. Um, I think once I, once I entered that field, my goal was just to be the the best band director I could be. I always wanted to get out and teach high school, which I did for seven years. Um, and then, uh, the, the, the band director, the former band director here at Ohio State, Dr. John Woods, recruited me back to do my Ph.D., <laughs> um, and I couldn't say no to him. He was my mentor all through all through my undergrad and my master's degrees, so I couldn't turn him down, and kind of the rest is history.
0: Yeah, and I saw that you worked with the Ohio State Alumni Marching Band for a little bit. Was That's that true. After you were working with the high school?
1: Yeah, that that's while I was doing my PhD. I I started working with them uh during my PhD program and kind of continued after that. Um had a great time doing it. That was a, that was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um but going back to to high school right out of undergrad, you said you you taught there for 7 years. Were you working with the marching band there?
1: I was. Yeah, I taught I taught everything grades 5 through 12. Oh, wow. Including the high school marching band, jazz band, pep band, everything. Uh-huh. And there were there were just two of us teaching teaching all those kids all those <laughs> grades, and uh, like I said, I would still be doing that in a heartbeat if it if it wasn't for John Woods uh, convincing me to come back and and finish a doctorate.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure that you're happy where you are now too. It's not too bad.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so you graduated from Ohio State not only with a degree in music ed but mathematics too. That's um, true. Yeah, it must have been incredibly time-consuming, but do you feel like the mathematics experience helps you with designing shows and directing the band?
1: Yeah, I think so. In in terms of drill design, definitely. Um, I, I I put some of those skills to use in some of the geometric patterns and things that we do. Um, but I I don't know. I, it was part of part of my indecision during my undergrad. Um, uh, kind of resulted in that. I had a bunch of math courses that I had taken when I realized I wanted to do music education. Um, I had I had already made a bunch of progress uh, with a bunch of math courses, and I figured, well, I have I have four years to finish my music degree. I may as well finish this one too. So, so that's what I did, and uh, it was it was certainly beneficial from the uh, from the mental exercise that they gave me. Sure. It, it was intensive, that's for sure. But uh, I I don't regret a bit of it. I, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's awesome.
0: And um, so now you're the director of the Ohio State marching band. I was actually able to travel to Ohio State. I was in the Penn State Blue Band a few years ago. Um, And I was really blown away by the Skull Session. It seems like a big tradition down there. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and why it's such a big tradition?
1: Yeah, the Skull Session's actually been around since the 1930s. Okay. Um, it's been in St. John Arena since the 1950s, where, where you saw it. Um, but it started out as just a regular game day rehearsal. Uh, the band director here at Ohio State uh, called everybody in before the game, and it was kind of the last, last rehearsal before the game, the last chance for the students to get the music in their skulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they had to perform it uh, on, on game day. And basically, fans just started showing up to that rehearsal, and uh, just just to see the band, and just to watch, and it's yeah. kind of thrown into what it is today. Today we get about ten thousand fans packed into St. John Arena. Uh, the football team comes over, and uh, Coach Meyer gives a, gives a, a small speech, as well as one or two of the players, and maybe an assistant coach says a few words. Um, and, and we have a great time. It's it's kind of part pep rally, part uh, last minute rehearsal, still, but sure. But it's become a tradition here at Ohio State that we're pretty proud of.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and Ohio State's full of traditions um, another one is the script Ohio and I've always been really really intrigued with who, who is dotting the I and what does it take to be the
1: person who dots the I uh, the I dotter is always a senior sousaphone player okay. um, and they have to be in the band for four years before they have the the honor of dotting the I and um, the basically all of the fourth-year members of the sousaphone section get together and based on the number of performances that they have marched as a regular band member, we, we have a, an alternate system here. Right. Um, so those who have been a regular band member, not an alternate, the most performances get first choice of which game they want to dot the I. Wow. Um, so they kind of go through that rank order. All the fourth years get to pick uh, which game they want to dot. Uh, and then it goes to the fifth year band members after that.
0: Very cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I also saw that sometimes there are celebrities that do this too?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head how many different celebrities we've had, but it's been around 10 to a dozen yeah. total. Uh, last year, we had Coach Earl Bruce dot the I. That was a real honor <laughs> to him. And wow. To him. Um, we've had Jack Nicholas has dotted the I, oh John God. Glenn, um, some, some of those types of folks. And it's it's always an honor um, for us to, to be able to invite somebody like that to come and, and do yeah. this. Oh man! And they say you know those people that get that chance to do it. They say that it's it's one of the great moments in their lives too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's that is so cool that you're able to do that and you can connect with so many different people just by the dot of the eye. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so now it's it's the summer. It's today is July 11th, um, and I'm sure you guys are preparing for the fast approaching season. What Absolutely. kind of steps are you guys taking right now um, to get ready?
1: Well, our preparation for the upcoming season starts all the way back in February. Um, okay. We start with a, a show planning meeting with our students, and we get about 50 show ideas that, that come together at that meeting. The, the staff spends some time narrowing those ideas down, and uh, we, over the course of the, the months leading up to this point, uh, we have gotten all the music uh, requests out to our arrangers, um, the people that write the music for us, and, and that's actually starting to come in right now, um, the, the musical arrangements that we'll be using for the season. So I'm able at this point in the summer to start sitting down and, and uh, writing drill and, and uh, so forth to get those shows up and going. Uh, we've started to make travel arrangements, um Basically, uh, all the prep work that needs to be done for the season, uh, we've selected our squad leaders and gone through leadership training with them. Uh, we've been holding summer rehearsals, um, which are entire volu- uh, entirely voluntary at this point. Okay. Uh, but uh, we've, we've been having 200 to 250 students show up on wow. a volunteer basis for those, for those uh, summer sessions. Yeah. Those on going through the first week of August. And then uh, once the second week of August hits, we're into tryouts, and and away we go. So
0: are incoming freshmen allowed to come to these uh, summer sessions?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We get anywhere from juniors in high school, students that are going to be juniors in high school, all the way up through uh, people who are going into their last year as members of the Ohio State Band. Oh, wow. So it's it's a wide range of people. Uh, Like I said, anybody that's interested in trying out for the band is welcome to attend. Um, the, the summer sessions are largely student run. We, we select a leadership team, um, that, uh, of great students that, that run those sessions, uh, with staff support and supervision. Um, and they do a, they do a great job preparing everybody for, for tryouts in August.
0: Yeah. And, and you said that, um, you involve the students in the show planning committee. So do you listen to their ideas about what, what kind of shows you guys are going to do in the future?
1: Yeah, every year uh, we, we take the students' ideas kind of as our as our primary source of, of inspiration. Yeah. And typically of, of the seven to eight shows that we do in a given year, I'd say four to five of those are, are purely student ideas um, that we've kind of developed with our arranging staff. Uh, sometimes more. Um so yeah, they're they're pretty heavily involved in in what we do on a yearly basis.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you write all of your own drill. That's correct.
1: Yeah, we do most of our drill in house. Um, typically, I do uh, anywhere from you know three to four to five of those of those shows in a given year. We have graduate assistants um, and an associate director that help us out with that drill as well. Um, and, uh, I have a, a very good friend, uh, who is actually my mentor, who's a very good drill writer who usually does about a show a year. Okay. So we, we kind of, we have a, a team of people that, that work on that. Um, but we're trying to get a head start on it this year. This is actually better than what we've, what we've done in the past, which is, which is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So are there any shows next year that you're super excited about that you just want to Get out, get off your chest, and talk to somebody about any, any ones you want to break on the podcast. <laughs> huh.
1: Well, we are kicking off our season with um, with a tribute to a century of jazz, uh, recognizing the jazz greats that were that were born in nineteen seventeen. Wow. Uh, that's dizzy Gillespie and Ella Fitzgerald and Buddy Rich. Yeah, it's Monk. Um, so that'll be our, our jazz show for the year. We always try to do a variety of things. So mm-hmm. a jazz. One we do. We're going to end the season with a a big, powerful classical show. Cool. Um, have uh, we always try to do something something a little bit different and, and a little bit fun? We're going to engage Brutus and some filmmaking folks uh, on a show we call the Man in the Ring, which is a, a boxing theme reminiscent of Rocky. That'll be <laughs> mid season thing that we do. Very cool. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of, a variety of different ideas. Yeah.
0: You guys are always keeping it fresh and, and new. Uh, I saw that you were, you were the writer of the video game show back in, I think, 2012 against Nebraska. Um, that was a really, really cool one, too. So everybody's always excited to see what comes out of Ohio State.
1: Awesome. That's awesome.
0: Uh, okay, so here's our last question before the rapid-fire session, and I ask this to everybody. But if you could go back in time um, to when you just graduated undergrad, you were going out your first year teaching – high school band, what piece of advice would you give yourself?
1: Oh my, that's a great question. Um, I think, I I think that the number one piece of advice that I would give myself is, is to be patient. Don't try to do everything at once. Um, don't, don't, uh, over program or over plan the season. Um, be patient with the students because they're going to give you your, going to give you their very best. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as long as they do that, you're going to make the progress that you want to make. Uh, and, and don't expect everything to happen at once because, like everything, all good things take time. And if you're going to do things the right way, it takes, it takes patience and it takes, takes thought and, and effort and plenty of time. Sure.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Okay. So are you ready for this double-time session? Sure. All right. Let's do it. I'm just going to ask you... Uh, questions, easy questions, and I just want you to say the first thing that comes to your head. Okay. All right, here we go. What is your favorite Stan's tune? Um, the Neutron Dance. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the best thing about teaching at Ohio State. Uh, working with the students. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. How close are you with football coach Urban Meyer?
1: Um, we're we're cordial, cordial, friendly. Yeah. I mean, we we, we talk every
0: once in a while. Yeah. That's cool. Do you guys, like, do you ever go in or, I don't know, do you ever collaborate with the football team at all, play for them?
1: Yeah, we have a standing tradition around here every every year that bef- during Michigan week, uh, our rivalry week, at the end of the season, we, we go over and perform for the football team. We'll perform a script Ohio for them, and then the <laughs> football team actually grabs some instruments and jumps in and, and oh. performs Ohio with us. <laughs> it's a- we have a great time. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Uh, I just recently interviewed Dr. John Pasquale from uh, Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I asked him, and he insists that there is no rivalry between the bands. Um, oh no!
1: No, we have a we have a great great respect for each other. Actually, uh, John's a friend of mine, and, and uh, in fact, we worked together on a on a combined number for our show last year. Oh no way! Yeah, and we look forward to doing those types of things again in the future. But we, we enjoy visiting their place. We enjoy having them come to visit us as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, there's a great friendship between the bands. Certainly the schools have a great rivalry that goes back many, many, many years. And, oh, yeah. and we, we have fun with that. But the bands have a really great relationship. Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: Okay. A few more questions. Uh, which did you enjoy more, going to the national championship game or traveling to Wembley Stadium in London?
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, that's that's not fair because <laughs> both are kind of once-in-a-lifetime amazing. Oh, man, I know. Um, you know, from a, from a purely football standpoint, it has to be the national championship game. Yeah. But from experiential standpoint for, for our students, I mean, you can't beat – the, you know, the, the experience of traveling overseas, you know, to a to a foreign stadium, being a part of, of that great event. Both of those things are, are things that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. That's yeah. both were tremendous.
0: Okay. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, yeah. Okay. Last question. So I'm going to f- let's let's pretend that marching band takes a lot of recruiting like football. Um, and you had the top marching band recruit interested in coming to play for the Ohio State Marching Band, what would be your recruiting pitch to get this person to come to your band?
1: We have a tradition that goes back 140 years, second to none as far as college marching band is concerned. Um, you'll have the opportunity to to do a lot of travel, whether it's across the country or internationally. You'll have the opportunity to perform with the best musicians, not only in the state of Ohio, but around the country. And you're going to be a part of a family that that is generations long. Uh, our alumni are incredibly involved and offer experiences unlike any other around the country. We would love to have you at Ohio State because this is the best damn band in the land. <laughs> we believe it wholeheartedly. (laughs) Absolutely. Dr. Christopher Hoke, thank you so much. That was truly amazing. Awesome. Thanks for having me today.
0: I want to give a big shout out to 4th Street Records out of Champaign, Illinois. They do a great job of making this podcast sound professional and um, absolutely thrilled that we are able to team up with them. Um, please go ahead and check them out if you need any kind of audio done, mastering, any sorts of things like that. Check out 4th Street Records, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tenuto Podcast. Be sure to be on the lookout for the rest of the interviews coming from the Big Ten. Uh, But enjoy your summer. I hope you guys are out there traveling. A lot of people listen to this while they're traveling. Give me some feedback. Go ahead and comment on the website. And remember, answer the question, Who was the first Big Ten marching band to have a halftime show? Comment under the Listen tab on tenutopodcast.com on this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Have a great Tuesday.